Listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Righto, phone lines are open for the next hour. We want lots of good ideas, experiences you've had at great stadiums and why it was so great. Why it was a fantastic stadium to go to. Yeah, the best stadium I've ever been to was Soldier Field in America. I actually didn't go to a game, but uh, I, that's another long story. But I had to leave Chicago the day of the test match to get back for the Melbourne Cup, surprisingly enough. Anyway, let's go to the phones. We've got Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. G'day, Steffi. Hey, um, I've been to a few stadiums around the world, but the one that was the gold standard for me was Millennium in Cardiff, mm. um, which just blew my mind. Um, and it's got everything. It's got access. So it's in the middle of town. Um, so if you're staying in town for a big event, you just need to have a little couple of minutes walk and you're there. They do park and rides as well. They do that really well over in the UK. And, and um, so, you know, park on the outskirts of town and the bus is there exclusively to take you into town for the event. Um, they've got the roof, of course, which is brilliant. Rain, sun, shine, whatever, hail. Um, it's all good. Um, They've got toilets in there everywhere, clean, immaculate, access everywhere. Um, getting in, getting out is not an issue. The food, they've got a combination, there's so much food to choose from um, that I think the prices are down because, you, you know, you're competing against your fellow food people. Mm. Um, the booze is good <laughs> and not overpriced. The ushers are there to actually usher you to the seat, not tell you off if you're standing up or doing something they find appropriate. They actually treat you like adults in the stadium, which is it was absolutely amazing. So to me, it's just got everything. And then afterwards, of course, because it's in the centre of town, all the bars and all the restaurants are kind of centred around that stadium. So you've got, you just fill your boots when you when you leave. Is there any residential, is there any residential around Millennium? Not that I saw, because it's smack Bat, um, bang in the middle of town. So you have apartments yeah. and hotels and, and all the like. Uh, it, Cardiff's actually not the biggest city in the world, so you don't have to go too far to find a um, residential sort of stuff. But, yeah, yeah. you know, if you look at where Hidden Park is, which, you know, hey, at the time, no one really thought that uh, it would be a problem, but it is a problem now. Um, I mean, everyone said, and said it, Auckland missed a trick uh, massively. I think if they did a waterfront stadium, that would, that would have to be the biggest stadium in the country. I think you're looking at your 25 to 35 anywhere else is probably acceptable. But um, to sort of get the big events, maybe a 45, but but potential to go to 60. Because mm. a lot of these stadiums these days can expand if they need to. They're so modern. You know, it's incredible. I was in Anaheim um, last year, though, and I forget the name of the baseball team there. And Americans do it well in the sense that everyone drives. So <laughs> the, the car parking is about four times the size of the stadium, yes. if, if not more. Quite incredible, quite incredible, and uh, very happy to do that. Just decide the land for it, but they've got a lot of land over there, haven't they? So, they sure have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic, Mikey. Good, good way to kick us off. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Uh, hey, safe travels, Steffi. Thanks, Mikey. Cheers, bud. Uh, down to Dunedin, Dino. G'day, Dean. How you go, mate? All right. Very well. Yeah, interesting. Like I'm a builder, as you know. So mm. I don't know. I don't know about Auckland. Like I remember ringing Martin Devon many moons ago when they were asking for a new name for Auckland. You don't have to change your whatever the you know they call it the city city of sales. Is he just called the city that fails? <laughs> well, Eden Park, the dog, mate. I've been there numerous times. You, geez, I'm short sighted. I can't see a bloody thing of that far away. It's like ants running around. But I'm sitting here just reading one of the old man's magazines. If I can just digress a wee bit, and it's on the Tangawai disaster. Now this thing. 
this book will be collected. It's just a magazine. It'll be collected. The pages are brown. I don't know if it's ever been opened. But it says, listen to this. It says, only six days after the Tangawai train disaster, a train crosses the, well, I would have called it the Wangahu River, but it's probably the Whangahu River now because everything's changing, from Wellington to Auckland. Six days. Imagine nowadays. It would take them six days to to arrange a meeting yeah. to decide what they're going to do. You know, I've driven past the Dunedin Hospital here. There's more steel in the foundation of that, mate, honestly, than there is in Sam Kane's magnificently led Chiefs forward pack. So yeah. I think if you want a stadium, we've got a capital in New Zealand. I'm talking about putting a roof over Eden Park. They should burn it down, claim insurance, and build some at the waterfront. But they... Well, I can't put a roof over Wellington. I'm sick of Auckland. I'm absolutely had a guts full of it, all everything being in Auckland. Mm. It doesn't need to be. That stadium in Auckland, you don't, just put a, spend whatever it costs, strengthen it, put it under the earthquake thing and claim something, and put a roof over it, because the causeway is magnificent. That where, I heard that thought, he's dead right, the Americans drive, but Kiwis walk. Mm. And that's part of the experience of rugby. You know, look at that Chiefs game the other night. Chocker, Forsyth Bar Stadium. We don't need 80,000-plus stadiums to fill up three times a year for a rock concert I'm and an all-black test against a first-tier nation. Eden Park, I mean, Forsyth Bar is for a sports-loving, concert-going Kiwi good bugger is perfect. You look at the stadiums and the small football grounds and rugby grounds in England where they play, and they're getting they're struggling over there. And they've got huge population. We don't have population. We've got some magnificent sporting people, magnificent sporting administrators. And we've got a whole lot of plonkers that want to go to a meeting and waste the funds that could have put a roof over Wellington or discuss how much money did it cost for the discussion for the waterfront that never happened, that should have happened, and now we're going to go through more meetings? That's our problem in New Zealand, Staffy. Smithy knows it. He should be prime minister, like, and you know, get some of your other men in there running the show. Like, it's we don't need meetings. We just need to knuckle down, do something. Six days they had the main trunk line open, and you know, 156 poor New Zealanders died. You know, like, yeah, what, what we've gone backwards. We haven't gone forwards at all. Yeah, uh, uh, the last time that waterfront stadium was proposed, it, like they went out to, they had local council, regional council, Ngāti Whātua, they had, they had all of these different people and they needed unanimous and they went out to about 10 different parties, they got nine yeses and a no, so it didn't happen. It's almost like you need a dictator, Dean, to just say, shut up all of you, we're building it, let's go. Well, it's like court, you have a foreman of the jury that the, the Crown find, so you're guilty. Like it's just, New Zealand's got so many silly little things going on. It's just like, I don't know, the rich seem to be doing okay, the poor seem to be doing okay, and the poor bugger in the middle that likes to go watch game rugby, like the humble old builder that's still hammering and nails, he gets just shafted. You know, we need to come back to the old days where the fish and chip shop's next door, the tray's in front with a leather thing around your back, and you walk down the, the, the up and down the aisles, and you hand your chips along, and there's no rubber gloves, so you just hand them along, one to the other, Someone will spill a beer. Someone shouts them a beer. It's, it, was, it, we, it wasn't broken. Mm. And we decided we got to fix it. Like, I don't get it. I remember the days in Rugby Park. Look, kids would be walking up down. They made money selling the chips. You know, the fish and chip shop was doing really good. Now you've got to go buy a shit soggy thing from some line up for half an hour. The, the beer's 
twelve dollars a can. You can only buy four in this five years. It's just a no. It's just what we're adults, and they treat us like sixteen-year-old primary school kids. I don't get it. Yeah. But put a roof over Wellington. It's the centre of New Zealand. It's New Zealand's capital. I'm sick of everything going to Auckland, and they don't get anyone there. The softball. I was talking about the World Cup, World Series of softball. Yep. The only people that were there were the spectators and the free ticket holders from the family and friends that were going. They don't support stuff because they get so damn much. It's not a privilege for them. They get everything. With you there. I'm with you there, Dino. Good points, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, Dino from Dunedin. Passionate as always. Love chatting to Dino. Uh, Tolaga Bay, Ed. Kia ora, Ed. Hey, kia ora, Steph. Hey, um, Aroa Nui to uh, where you're going uh, this afternoon. Uh, safe travels. Thank you, Ed. Hey, man. Um, man, I dig those stadiums in America, man, where you can pick up the... Um, the playing field and stick it out in the car park. Yeah, I know. On the hey, big hydraulics. Wow, they're flashy, man. Yeah. And then there's um, they got one up, uh, one massive one where the TV is curved and it goes right around the circle of the um, stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's. Right, we need one of those, Staffy. Hey. Yeah, we just we always do struggle with the economics of how much it is, and I've always said a lot of. Uh, prop- you know, if we had all the money. Yeah, but we just don't have the population to generate the money. You know, if the ratepayers had to stump up for a stadium, it'd be heaps of money per person. But you set up one in Atlanta, which is an amazing stadium. Um, They fill it out every game. So we're always going to be a little bit hamstrung with funds and size of population. Make make use of what we got then, eh? That's it. That's it. Okay, my boat. Cheers. Cheers, Ed. We go across to Aussie, home of a lot of good stadiums. Darren in Melbourne. Darren, I'm looking forward to this. How are you doing? Good stuff here yourself. Good, thanks, mate. Oh, mate, I couldn't agree with you more about the uh, the ease of getting into a stadium. Like We've got Marvel Stadium here in Melbourne. With a roof on it, it's great, but getting out of it is an absolute nightmare because there's only one way to go. It just bottlenecks up and you get sort of stuck. Are you so, talking about I, I are you talking about foot traffic or cars when you're leaving? Oh, foot traffic, yeah. It's right next to a train station, but you just end up, if it's raining, you just end up getting soaked because it just bottlenecks to a set of, you know, red and green lights. And, just, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just horrible. But the actual stadium itself is great. Like, you know, if, if the cake tin had a roof, it would be fantastic because, you know, we, we always say that the people who suffer more than the players are the spectators watching it yes. <laughs> So on a, on a bad day so, but I just wanted to say I went to Twickenham four years ago to watch a sold out Six Nations mm-hmm. walked about 3k to the game um, and you're walking down normal streets people's houses and in their front yards were all these venue holders you could buy scarves, you could buy food you, you couldn't buy alcohol but there were portaloos everywhere you could go to the toilet if you wanted to it was such an experience going through there. Then when you got to the game, you didn't queue up anywhere. Like, you queued up for 30 seconds to a minute. Everywhere was get them in, get them out. You could get nice food, cheaper beer, full-strength beer, as many as you could carry. I saw guys with eight just walking up, sloshing it everywhere. They didn't care. Then we did the tour the next on the Monday, and they said the average consumption per person is 8.4 pints. Of beer. Wow. Yeah. So there was Guinness, there was nice beer, you know. It was just phenomenal. And it wasn't dear because why? They've got 84,000 captive people buying your product, so let's make it cheaper. 
So instead of going to the pub and getting a big skinful, <laughs> they were going there before the game, getting on the beers and watching it during the game. It was, you know, it was a 34 degree day. Mm. And uh, I couldn't believe it. It was really well done for a stadium that size. Yeah, I, I, this one regret I haven't. I think the only international stadiums um, I've been to quite a few in Australia, like MCG blew me away. I went back in the old days. To, was it Homebush that was the Olympic Stadium? Yes. Yeah, yep. and they had. I went under. They took us under the stand, and they had rows and rows of seats. And on hydraulics, they could lift the existing stand up, and these would come out on hydraulic arms out around. Um, closer to the field and if they hadn't sold enough tickets they'd just tuck them under pull them back in and so it could go from something like 50 to 80 or something like that and that was years ago yeah yeah I mean I'm, I'm actually dreading the Blenslow this year at the MCG because you won't be <laughs> just too far away yeah I I've, I was down on the MCG actually I was lucky enough to be part of the Sky Crew and um, I stood on the sideline and I looked back at the crowd and you if there was someone in the front row that I knew, I wouldn't recognise them because they're too far away. It's a long, long way from the field. Oh, for cricket and AFL, there's no better place. Mm. But for rugby, soccer, you just it's just you're too far away. It's gonna they'll pack them in. It'll, it'll don't make it wrong. It'll be a good environment. Mm. But yeah, I mean, there for the cricket with the Barmy Army, there's no better place. Have you been to <laughs> SunCorp in Brisbane? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good stadium. That is awesome. I remember I walked in there the first time, just walked through a tunnel and up onto the edge of the field or down by the dead ball, and I just looked up, and I said out loud, wow. It was like steep, steep seats right on the edge of the sidelines, purpose-built rectangle. It was magnificent. Well, um, Amy Park in Melbourne's really good as well. You're really close to the action, really good access, easy to get around, so... There are some good ones, and Amy Park, you don't get as wet. Mm. Um, like it, it protects you as much as it can in Melbourne with our mental weather. Mm. But I feel for you guys, like I've been to Eden Park, I couldn't count how many times, and I feel for everyone who lives around there because it must be hell. Um, it, walking to it and streets closed. I mean, if you had something on the foreshore like they've got in Wellington, it's just such a better better experience for everyone. Yeah, so. no, I'm with you. Cheers, Darren. Thanks for calling, bud. Good topic. <clears throat> Thanks, Cheers, mate. mate. Cheers. The thing about the Eden Park residents is, I don't know what the circle is, but let's say it's five blocks of the whole circumference you're not allowed to park in. That's residents-only parking. So the next five blocks out, they all get the parking. Now, are they not in the residents' association? So you can clutter up their streets like five blocks away. That's where I used to have to park. In fact, I've got a secret park, which um, is very close to the stadium, isn't monitored, and I used to park there every time I went to Eden Park, which I went to hundreds of times. I'll sell that park. I'll sell the information about where that park is. But, you know, five blocks away, those streets are jammed. People on the road, people on the verge or the berm, if that's what you call it. Um, so they get cluttered up, but... And then you're just walking down streets towards Eden Park that are ghost towns, empty. It's bizarre, man. It's just so bizarre. Anyway, 0800 150 811. 0800 150 That is the number to call. Really enjoyed your information about stadiums you've been to, the best bits about it. We'll take some calls after the break. Your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ.
I will keep you up to date with the NBA playoffs. Of course, East, uh, Eastern Conference semis are underway. Uh, it's halftime. Boston Celtics leading 76 to 66 63. Uh, and at 2 o'clock, the Nuggets against the Suns. Denver lead that 1 0. Uh, let's go back to the phones. And we have Paul from Northland. Welcome in, Paul. Good afternoon, Steffi. I think it's my first time chatting to you, mate. Brilliant. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we could have done with a roof at uh, Mount Smart on, on Sunday, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, sit, I was sitting there on the halfway there, and the, the, the rain came sideways from the right, then from the left, and then on top. It was, it was shocking, mate. But anyway. <laughs> the full rinse. <laughs> yeah, the full rinse, mate. But um, just... You know, in Australia, you, you would have been to Suncorp. Um, it's such a fantastic stadium, um, just for everything, with access to food and beverages, and mm. uh, just walk, going down Caxton Street, and, and, and even when you get in there, the view of the football is just is out of this world. And in Australia, they just they just get shit done, mate. You know, like Parramatta got a stadium, you know, Cowboys got a stadium. They just they just do it, you know. And we've been mucking around in Auckland with us. Waterfront Stadium for so long. It's obviously it's obvious that we need it. Um, has to has to get done. So um, you know it's it, it'll, it'll get so much use. Uh, it'll be a fantastic um, stadium. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm just wondering why they're reluctant. I know, I know cost is a big big thing in New Zealand, and I, and I harp on about it all the time that we don't have the critical mass in New Zealand to have the the beautiful infrastructures of a number of things, not only in sport, but in, in footpaths and, and water and all that sort of, we just don't have enough people here to generate the money to pay for it. But just, can you be as radical as to say, can Eden Park be rebranded and be the waterfront stadium, still be Eden Park, sell off all that land, build some high rises, that can fund the project? A bit like the argument that's gone on between Avondale and Ellerslie for so long and saying, the amount of land yeah. out at Avondale, sell that, upgrade Ellerslie, have a really state-of-the-art racing place at Ellerslie. Now, I haven't followed that story, but I think things are starting to move. But prime real estate yeah. at Eden Park will yeah. be worth a bomb. <clears throat> Develop that, yeah. use the funds, give us something in the waterfront that, that we can all go to. Oh, yeah. A- absolutely, 100%. Um, you know, you've got a white elephant in North Harbour Stadium sitting out there that hardly gets used. Um, let's face it. You know, Park, yes, Elton John, the, the Olympics will, will fill it, you know, for a tier one game. But, you know, the Blues are getting fed at crowds. Mm. It, it's just a dog at a stadium. It, it's in the middle of a residential area. Uh, and you've got the port there down down by uh, Auckland there. It's basically empty and um, it's just a perfect opportunity. You just need someone who's creative, like, to, to just to just make it happen, like you say, you know. Um Set off Eden Park, put some high rises there, get the money in. Let's just get it done, mate. Yeah, as Sam was talking to me, like, let's do something for the fans. Like, let's make kickoff six thirty <clears throat> on a Friday, downtown Auckland. People will finish work, they'll go and have oh. a beer or a feed with their mates, walk to the stadium, don't have to go and find parking because yeah. they're already in town. Um, I just feel like the engagement would be so much better. So much better. Uh, it's but typical um Auckland Council, there's no forward thinking. They're too worried. They'd, they'd rather build a cycle lane over the Harbour Bridge or something to, <laughs> yeah. to save the world, save the world from climate change. But you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous, mate. You, you know, you, you've got if you had a roof stadium down there, 
you know, like you say, you know, we could have the Warriors down there. We could have all sorts of sports down there and concerts. You're right in, right in town. You can go to the casino after that. Yeah. It's, it's a no-brainer, mate. Yeah, brilliant. Paul, don't be a stranger. Enjoyed chatting to you. Thanks heaps. Yeah, you too, mate. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Paul out of Northland. Uh, new sport and weather. We'll come back with Zade, the life member, and Scott from Wellington. And you, 0800 150 Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Radio. The phones are ringing, 0800 150 811. What makes a good stadium? What makes a good fan experience for you fine folk out there? Scott from Wellington. G'day, Scott. Hey, Steph, how are you? Sorry, I thought there was someone ahead of me, so I kept on eating. (laughs) Swallow (laughs) Um, it, you know, clear your mouth out. Clear that sandwich away. (laughs) Um, Before before getting on to the the stadium here, I've got to say just a few of the stadiums um, that I've been to with with the Wow Factor um, Wembley Stadium. Mm. I mean, you you walk into that place and and ninety thousand people um, singing and, and just you know just even with no one there as well because I've also done the tour there when when obviously no one's there and it's just it's incredible. Um, I, I hadn't been to anything like it. Um, and, and then the other one is Lords uh, for cricket. Oh um, wow! Going to watch cricket at Lords was. You know, it was on the bucket list, and and I got to do it, and um, yeah, it, it was it was special. I mean, I've always loved uh, I've always loved the basin, um, and it's still one of my favourite grounds. But um, yeah, Lords was just. It was just magic. That, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. Walk, it. Imagine walking into Lords, you're just smacked in the face with history. Oh, you are, you are, and, and I mean, you know, you've got the museum in there as well, with um, you know, with the uh, replica of the Ashes uh, trophy and everything in there as well, which is, you know, again, you, you can just feel that history when you go in there as well, um, and, and getting to do the tour again as well, um, going around and, and seeing like the changing rooms and that sort of thing, and and walking through the um, the, the lounge that they walk out to before they come out onto the field. Um, yeah, it, it's an incredible place, both of those two. Um, in in regards, I reckon to with uh, with Auckland with the stadium is um, I think your problem with Eden Park is that it's always going to have issues no matter what with where it's located, um, and there's only going to be always so much you can do. And and me personally, I, I would look at I've never been there, but um, I think Amy Park over in Melbourne would be a great example to use. And and I, I don't see the point in us having a, a fifty sixty thousand seater stadium in New Zealand because you, you're not going to fill it unfortunately too often. Um, and, and to me, I think a you know a thirty thousand seater stadium like Amy Park is is perfect because you know e- even at half full you'd still get a better atmosphere than than sort of fifty sixty thousand empty and, and having you know it enclosed at the same time with a roof would be would be pretty special. Yeah, well, when you look at Mount Smart full is twenty two. We saw Hamilton full last week, which is about twenty two something thereabouts, just over twenty. It's fantastic, and but it, it is twenty twenty three at the moment, Scott. You can make a stadium that's 30 that can be expanded to 50 it's 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 not that difficult you know and in the when you look at the whole scheme of the cost of a brand new stadium to make it transferable from i don't know 35 to 55 isn't much more on the ticket 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you can. As you're right, you can. You can have that. Um, I know a lot of stadiums have the the seating that actually goes underneath the stands. Yeah. Um, so you can expand it out as well. And and you know, I mean, you go down somewhere like that, and and the into the middle of town. Obviously, the amount of different things you can actually have at it. Whereas Eden Park, you're always going to be restricted with how often you can have it. And and another place I went to, um, I've been to is the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff, and that was to a a monster truck rally. Oh, you know, cool. at the stadium and. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just the way they do things over, you know, over there and, and different countries throughout the world. They use them for multi, multiple purpose things that, you know, that bring you in that additional money into the stadium. And, and that's what they've got to look at. You can't be going, you know, we can only have 10 to 12 events a year um, sort of thing because it just doesn't generate enough money. Mm, great input, Scott. Thanks for holding on and thanks for chatting. Thanks, Steph. Enjoy the rest of the day. Cheers, mate. Back to the sandwich. Back to the sandwich. We go to Tom. Welcome in, Tom. Hello, Steph. Hey, uh, we read the stadium in Auckland. I think they missed the boat in 2007. I think Clark and uh, Mallard were pretty close to signing something off down to the waterfront there for the 2011 World Cup. You're right. And I think I think it was 60,000 seat or two that was planned, and I think it was um, up to about 250, 300 million at that time. But uh, they've certainly missed the boat now. It's just way beyond the reach now, I think. Mm. Well, just after two o'clock, we've got Joel Cayford, who was part of the council then, who was pushing for a waterfront stadium. So I'm going to ask him to go back in time and what were the stumbling blocks and should it have worked and can it work again? So what you say, he's going to pick up on. And I know it's a wee while ago. It's probably, what is that, 15 or so years ago. I'm with you. They, yeah. missed, they missed the boat then, but can we resail yeah. that boat? I doubt it very much. It's the cost again. And as I said, it would have been up and going well you know, been going pretty good today if it was up and going at that stage. But, uh, yeah, the one in Wellington, the, I don't think we can put a roof on the one in Wellington. I think this way it's, it's constructed, and um, I don't think they can put something on top. From I think you're on. right. I think you're right, actually, because it was designed yeah. as an open top um, yeah. and because I think they did a feasibility study a few years ago, but with technology, maybe it can be done again now, but... Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think Sky Stadium ticks a lot of boxes. To be perfectly honest, gets a bit of a bad rap. It's good, you know. You get a nice day. It's a fantastic stadium to watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and you know it's paid for, and uh, you know we owned it outright. So um, that's right. There's a lot you can do with it. Mm. Yeah. Good man, Tom. Good chat. Right, Cheers, bud. See you, mate. Life member Zaid. Thanks for holding on, Zaid. We've got a lot of calls, but we've got to you. Uh, good. Thanks. Yeah, I think um, Eden Park. Um, yeah, I want the roof on Eden Park, but. We we need to keep it, you know. It's the um, it's the biggest stadium we've got. It's um got history, um, and yeah, look how long the All Blacks haven't lost at Eden Park. They haven't lost in ages. Um, every time the All Blacks play, it sells out. Um, you know how great was it when the Blues were in the final last year, forty six thousand. Um, they had six sixty there. Um, you know it's a great stadium. They want a roof because um, they want to start doing these UFC events. Imagine how good a UFC title fight would be at Eden Park. Oh, it'd be um, amazing. Yeah, they want to do boxing there, and like I saw on the, um, my dad was reading it out, they have to have a 50,000 seat stadium if they want to get these big World Cups, you know, they've got the Football World Cup, the Rugby Women's World Cup here last year, that was sold out, you know, to to have these big events, you need a big stadium, you and do. the thing with the waterfront is, they were saying, they've done all the studies on the waterfront, that they don't have enough money where they can do the upgrades on, on Eden Park, and they, they, they wouldn't cost as much, that's why they're looking into upgrading Eden Park again because they've got the money where to do the waterfront. It's too much, 
And how long is it going to take? About 10 years. Look at Christchurch Stadium. Have they even started building that yet? It still isn't even, you know, that's going to take long enough. Um, and then I follow Chelsea, and for instance, right, their stadium is only 40,000 40, seats mm-hmm. in the Premier League. And they want to make it bigger, but the thing is, um, they can't. They um, they can't make it any bigger. They'd have to bowl it down and remake it again. The thing with that is, though, you can't build at night because it's near a train station. And then, but then the thing is, um, they're actually caught. The people that own the stadium, it's called Chelsea, so they're saying that they might have to change the name if they move and made a new stadium. Wow. So um, there's a few problems with that. But a, a great stadium that I've been to overseas is the um, the Gabba in Brisbane. It's a great cricket ground. Mm. You are I've very up to the play on stadiums, young Zaid. For the Big Bash. And um, uh, I think Darren caught up about it before. Marvel Stadium, yeah, that's a great one as well. Is that where Izzy fought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great stadium. Mm. Fantastic, Zaid. I, I think it's like 57,000 capacity, and they've even played like basketball and all sorts there, you know. Australia, I think, played there and all sorts. And um, one other thing, not regarding stadiums, but did you see the um tall black tall blacks group for the World Cup? They got drawn with America and Greece, so oh, oh, they might get pumped. They might get pumped in uh, those games. Oh, but it'll be cool seeing um, it'll be cool for the tall blacks playing against Giannis Utatakumpo if he goes. Absolutely, yeah, it will. Cool. Absolutely, yeah, so it will. It'll be brilliant for experience. our basketball. Yeah, good man, Zayt. So, yeah. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Life members aid there. One more call before the break. Steve. G'day, Steve. Yeah, g'day. How you going? Very well. Yeah, hey, I reckon a great team. You're going to have a great team to start off with. I was at the Chiefs game on Saturday night, and what an atmosphere. It was electric. Mm, it looked amazing. It was amazing. I thought this was going to be a sellout game of the year, and it didn't let down. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty biased. My state is pretty good, so yeah, <laughs> awesome, always awesome viewing, as you well know. But yeah, yep. Your cricket ground's good in Hamilton too, I reckon. Oh, more tests there, eh? It's mm. going to be opening. There used to be opening test match of the season there, and they just take it to the bay, which is nice. But yeah, Seddon Park is a completely underrated. The trees make it, eh? Sure. Yeah, it's pretty, and, and that's walking distance from town as well. Yeah, because the thing with our stadiums in New Zealand, if you can't have all the food trucks and all that sort of stuff, you've got to build it where it's not far to go. So, you you know, in Auckland, if you if you finish work at 5 o'clock, <clears throat> there's a game at 7.30, you'll go home and then you just go, oh, I've got to go to Eden Park. I know a lot of people, and I'm one of them that go, oh, I just can't be asked going to find a park or trying to get public transport that's reliable enough, so I don't go. But if I had a waterfront stadium, I'd just walk from work. Yeah, yeah and I'd say Eden Park's probably one of the worst stadiums I've been to, if I'm honest. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, up the <laughs> Chiefs. Up the Chiefs, up the Chiefs, for sure. Good on you, mate. Thanks for calling. Uh, quick break. Uh, we still have time for a couple of calls. 0800-150-811. John, uh, hang around. We'll come to you shortly. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Three callers, 90 seconds each. John from Auckland, g'day. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to... Uh rebuild Eden Park. I think it's a good idea for a new stadium, actually. But like I, like you said, I think I agree that it should be done at the waterfront, mm. just to extent. But I, I feel like um, Eden Park is 
becoming a dinosaur when they know it. Yeah, and I do take Zade's point that there's a lot of history there and we've got a great record there, but a lot of things over the years have closed and it's been sad and then we move on. Athletic Park did it. What a, what a storied historical ground and now there's Sky Stadium, which is much better for access, viewing, uh, facilities and all that sort of stuff. It's a little bit dated now, but it's still a good stadium. So, yeah, I'm with you, John. Yeah, exactly, man. And, you know, I miss Carlow Park, but I, I yeah. understand. You know, come on. But, um, yeah, I, I just hope that they get the stadium thing underway as soon as possible. Cheers, mate. That's all. Cheers, That's John. Great call. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Graham uh, calling us from the foreshore in Petone. G'day, Graham. No. Steph, you know, my, you know my schedule by now, mate. Tuesdays by rapid date. I'm on my way to Carnival. <laughs> okay. Graham from Wairarapa, <laughs> welcome in. <laughs> Literally today. Um Mate, condolences for yesterday's and to two of my mates in the last 12 months as well, so I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Um, and on a brighter note, um, the cake did, absolutely, mate. The, the concourse, the access there, no problems. And if you've got parking underneath, straight up the stairs and you're in. I love the cake. It's awesome. Yep, I'm with but, you. Um, and look, another ground, Pukekura Park in New Plymouth for cricket. Oh, mm. Mate, that is sensational, that ground. You are right there. And yeah, from that grass bank there, and it's quite steep, it can, can be quite um, enticing at some stages. Of the, I think if you've had too many bloody, uh, too many um, little, little tins. Um, but um, yeah, I, I visited, I did a tour, I didn't go to a game, I did a tour of the Gabba when I went to, um, to, um, to Perth. Um, that was awesome there, that was that's fantastic, that facility. Um, and you just said it before, but a shout out for the Millard Stand, mate. You can't beat the Millard Stand. The Millard Stand. That was shit scary on yeah. a windy day. It was so <laughs> steep and used to blow around. I'm with you. I, I went up oh, there once God. and packed myself. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it was a challenge. Yeah. It was an absolute challenge. Awesome, great. Thanks, awesome, bud. Got to move Good on. Morning. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, uh, Joey and Auckland. Go the mighty Joey. Yeah, go step, mate. Um, yeah, look, you know, it's, uh, uh, Beth, you know, it, it's a no-brainer, mate. You, you put it down in... Um, in the central of Auckland, you know. Look, everyone knows, we move on. The problem with us Aucklanders, and I'm an Aucklander, you know, the, the, the history and everything of Eden Park and everything else, oh, you know, the Garden of Eden and that. We've got to get over and past that, you know. I mean, no one, you ask the young fellas now down in, in, in Dunedin, say, do you, do you know anything about Carisbrook? They'd probably go, what? Carisbrook? Mm. No, it's a four-side stadium. It's the same as like you said with Athletic Park and the same what's ha- happening with Lancaster Park. It's gone, and we need to get rid of Eden Park and sell it off as land or whatever, and build a, a stadium for for the, the it can be for the rugby, it can be even for the league, it can be for the, the football. Apparently, we're trying to get a, a, a side in, another side in the um, Aussie League. You know that would be ideal. I mean, and it's a no-brainer. You walk out of the stadiums straight into the bars. You know that's why um, Lang Park's so good in Brisbane. Mm. You know, it's just fantastic, mate. Yeah, you, no? bu- you, sorry, uh, you build it for the city, which means you're building it for the people. Do it for the people and design it for the people, and then the people will come. Well, that's what it's all about, mate. You're dead right. You know, if, 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 look, people forget about, not forget, the, the old school don't forget about uh, Cardiff Arms Park, but now it's called the Millennium. And, and I've got a Welsh mate, and he calls it the Millennium, but he still knows it's, it was Cardiff Arms Park. Mm. No, you know, and we, look, we love Eden Park, don't get me wrong. We've had fantastic times there, but we've got to move on with the with the you know with 
the way life goes. Yeah. You know, and the last thing, Steph, sorry to hear about your loss yesterday, mate. Yeah, thank uh, you. Very sad. Thank you, mate. I'll be yeah, disappearing okay, for three days. I'll be back Monday, though. Appreciate you calling your thoughts, Joey, as always. Cheers, mate. Uh, quick break. We'll wrap up the hour. Interesting text here from Mike, and he says, we live in Morrinsville and are Warriors members, and we go to most games. It takes about an hour and a half to get there, and we park close. I'm not going to say where, Mike, because everyone will steal your park. Uh, even when it's big crowds, we get to the car and home again in about an hour and a half, and I wouldn't be a season member if they played at Eden Park. Obviously, access is the issue there. Good text. Thank you, uh, Mike, from Morrisville. How's Morrisville? From Ken, earlier on, Staffy, 60,000-seat covered stadium can only be in Auckland on the waterfront for multi-sports and concerts. Beer and hot food reasonably priced would make the city, but it's still, but still massive Eden Park fan. Ken, you sound like a realist. Like, I know, you're, you're, you're Auckland through and through. You're Blues, you're Auckland ABC, you're All Blacks. But I get a sense from your text message, you're also pro-progress. And I think more people would go to Waterfront Stadium than Eden Park, as good as it is. Anyway, we're hitting one o'clock. Andrew Slack, former Wallaby captain, after that.